This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Let's chat now with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun, get our uh, view from Victoria and what is going on there. Good morning, Vaughn. Good morning, Simi, and you're a professional interviewer. Have you ever asked a question you're kind of sorry you asked because you didn't want to hear the answer? Yes, all the time. (laughs) The questions that you feel like you must ask, you're obligated to ask, that no, doesn't mean you actually want to ask them. Yeah, no, I know. You get these huffy little notes, and I'm sure you get them as well, saying you were rude to Dr. Bonnie Henry, or you shouldn't have asked that, or yeah. I hope you don't get a ventilator when you need it, which oh. I got from, I got from somebody, somebody this morning claiming that? to be a nurse. I, I can imagine <clears throat> what her bedside manner must be like, but in any event... <laughs> It's, you know, come on. I mean, compared to what some people are putting up with out there, it's sort of standard business uh, in our business. But, yeah, so yesterday I sort of got on the line and we wait, right? And you you hope you win the lottery and they take your question. And yesterday they did. And uh, so I went at, uh, Adrian Dix said in the legislature last week that there was no chance that any of these orders would be lifted before the end of April. So, as you know, we've been hearing mm-hmm. from other jurisdictions that, you know, Ottawa, they're saying July, uh, Quebec, they're saying the end of June, some places they're saying May. So I said, how long do we have to live with this? Well, the answer is some time to come. Dix said um, basically no chance, uh, almost no chance that the main orders will be lifted before the end of June, which just means three months. Dr. Henry was pretty interesting on this. She said a couple of things. She said she's hoping that the virus behaves like the flu and the incidence and the spreading drops off over the summer. But she warned about a second wave in the fall. And she also said some of this is going to have to remain in place until we get a vaccine. So, but that's that, a long ways, potentially a long ways away. That's a long ways away, yeah. So I have a few more questions that I would sooner not know the answer to. <laughs> and the first one is how long can the economy put up with it? Yeah. And the second one is how long can the public put up with it? I mean, I think right now the public spirit on this is really impressive. Yeah. Yes, I know there are people that are not self-isolating. But enormous numbers of people are working from home and doing their best. But, you know, uh, people are trying to teach their kids at home and trying to meet their mortgage payments and all that. Um, How long? Success also begets success here, I think, Vaughn, because, you know, people are very carefully watching those numbers. And if we get the sense that BC, it's working, what we're doing is working, I think that really empowers people to continue on. I agree with you. I think that was the point of the Premier's broadcast last night, which is, look, we're really going to push on this for two weeks, and they think they'll see some results. And I agree with you. That may build the momentum. Um, Of course, what if it doesn't work? There you go again, Vaughn. There you go again with those questions. And I guess the other question is, and really about the economy, Like we clearly need an exit strategy for this. We need to find a way out of it. There, eventually... The economy, we need to, everybody needs to start working, or most of us need to, to start paying the bills. And here's another question that I'm wrestling with, and um, maybe I don't deserve to be on a ventilator for asking this question, because 
what if there isn't a vaccine? What if what uh, if it takes longer than eighteen months? I mean, you and I we, we've we've seen that there's lots of stuff online about this, uh, the challenges of developing a vaccine for a disease that is still as poorly understood as this one. Um, there may not be a vaccine. It may not be very effective if there is one. And it may take longer than 18 months, which means we're going to be living with this world for a long time to come. And I go back to how long are we going to be willing to put up with it and how long can the economy stand it? And I hate asking questions I don't know the answer to, but I think, you know, I understand why our premier, our health minister, our medical health officer are focusing on Let's try to get on top of this thing in the next two weeks. That's what they should be doing. Uh, those of us who are kibitzing from the sidelines are just pointing out things that society is going to have to deal with in the long run. And I don't expect that our leaders have figured it all out yet either. But at least we're not in this alone, right? It's not like it's That's just it. We're all in this, yeah. right? You know, notice something else she said yesterday. She said yesterday, until there's a vaccine or until we develop immunity. Yeah, I noticed that. So how does a society develop immunity? Well, the disease goes right through the society, right? And some people don't get it because I guess their immune systems are so good that they don't get it. And a bunch of people get it and survive it. We don't know enough about this virus yet what is that level that gives us what they call herd immunity? Well, isn't that what Sweden is doing right now? Yes, like they're that's adopting, what they're yeah. doing. And I see that our friend Shane Woodford, who's over there, used to work for NW, uh, and you folks have been using him. I see him tweeting yesterday that there are now some doubts on the rise in Sweden, in Sweden yeah. that it's working. Uh, they, the Swedes are, you know, they have a very good reputation around the world and they have a lot of faith in their healthcare system. But there's some evidence in Sweden that this isn't working. So what Dr. Henry said yesterday about immunity is she said that level may be high. So, you know, with measles, 95% of the population have to have to have immunity before we're really safe, as we know from the outbreaks mm -hmm. last year. Well, they don't think it'll be as high as that with coronavirus because of the way it spreads. It isn't as virulent as measles. Almost nothing is. But, you know, what level of the population has to be infected what, before we can really talk about having reached a level of safety? We don't know that either. I mean, this is the reality that we have entered into. Um, we're working flat out. Our system is working flat out to try to get on top of this and studying the data from all over the world. Um, here's another interesting thing she said yesterday about the flu, right? So the flu slackens off in the summertime when the weather gets warm right. and dry. Well, she said, we're monitoring closely what's going on in Australia and New Zealand. Well, they're already in their summer down there. Is it really slackening off uh, down there? I mean, what's, what's the latest on Tom Hanks? I haven't heard. He's home now. Yeah. Oh, good. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, look, I, I, I think what really came home to me yesterday is just how uncertain the world we've entered into is. Um,
people of a certain age older than me remember uh, things like polio and yeah. and remember diabetes when it was a death sentence. Uh, you know, pe- people of a younger age remember AIDS when it was a death sentence. But we- you make such a good point. We talked about this in my house last night. I said, you know, we have gotten quite complacent. Yeah. Imagine what it was like growing up in a world without a measles vaccine, without a mumps rubella vaccine, uh, having polio run rampant, all of that stuff. It was a different world back then. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I'm I'm old enough to remember the last phase of the polio scare in the 50s and not being allowed to go swimming and but I also remember the miracle drug right well Mm -hmm. we don't know if there is a miracle at the end of the tunnel we're in and yeah all I'm saying is um, there's lots for us to reflect on while we're isolated at home and it is sobering in a world where we always seem to have solutions right away to our problems to realize that the solution to this one may not be very pleasant. Well, Vaughn, you keep asking those questions. I just, Don't I'm just here it... to cherry up, Simmy. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I hope you have found some good books to read while you've been at home. So. I have. Okay, good. I have. Thanks, Vaughn. Bye-bye. That is Bob Bomber for the Vancouver Sun. It is not easy doing that or any day asking questions that are going to come across sounding like uh, people are going to go, well, why why was he asking that question? But still, there's important information in the answers.